2: And welcome to Dwell, a podcast for homeschool moms, by homeschool moms, grandmothers, actually. My name is Karen Kern, and today I am joined by my co-host, Renee Mathis. Hi, Renee. Hi, Karen, and Happy New Year. It's good to be back. Happy New Year to you. So last time, our last podcast, which I noticed just went up, I think, on social media, Facebook, maybe it was on the... um, on our website sooner was the one that you did with Michelle Taylor right Mm -hmm. on special needs. So you did that on your own. I don't remember what I was doing, what my issue was. That's right. I needed a new computer. I couldn't record. I now have a new computer. Thank you to Cersei for that. And um, so since you recorded that we had Christmas, how was your Christmas?
1: It was wonderful. We had four of our five kids and three of our nine grandkids here And so it was just delightful. A lot of lot of games, a lot of fun, a lot of just did they stay
2: with you like overnight? Um,
1: yes, not everyone stays with us in our house, but stays other places. But um, yes, they were all here for almost a week. And um so my um my one lesson I learned from Christmas after I after I assessed Christmas when it was over with. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we do, right? We assess how did this go? (laughs) Uh, absolutely. And um one, th- two things that went well with Christmas. Number one is I actually had a separate Christmas planner this year for the first time. And that was so much fun. I made myself a little tiny planner to put all the Christmas notes in and all the Christmas yeah. and um, made me happy and it really worked well. And and the second thing, so I will offer this hint for our busy moms out there is cookies. Cookies are the answer to everything for Christmas. <laughs> um, I baked cookies, a lot of them and ahead of time and put them in the freezer and that's what everyone wanted to eat. The the beautiful desserts, the cakes, they they went uneaten because people just wanted to gather around the island in the kitchen
2: and eat cookies. So. Oh, that's lovely. Good planning. I have a Christmas planner too. I I started a notebook called Holidays in like 2018, and I put uh, what's in there: Thanksgiving, Christmas, and Easter are all in there. And it particularly is helpful with Christmas because I keep a list of everything I bought for everybody. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like all the books, because I, you know, I want to send something to a God children family. And I'm like, I don't remember, did I buy this for them two years ago? So I now have this ongoing list of everything I've purchased. And it kind of is my budgeting place. Mm-hmm. It's my meal planning place. Like, you know, if we need to have the turkey on thanksgiving come out at five what time does it go in like all of those things so that i'm not rethinking it every year
1: exactly. it makes yeah. things flow so much more smoothly yeah that
2: was i hope i never lose my holiday planner notebook but anyways because today we actually are talking about planners we are, we are. the new year and, you know, it's a good time to get into the new calendar and I'll just share a terrible story from um, right before Christmas showing how much I needed my calendar and my planner and I have it all. But if you don't use it, then you run into a problem. So it was um, a Thursday Thursday morning. And it was a little different because I normally teach my and my grandchildren's co-op on Thursday mornings, but this particular one that already taken their Christmas break. So there I am out of my normal routine. And a a dear friend, a young mom, she's got a baby and a toddler had texted me and she had said, "Um, do you want to come for lunch on Thursday? And I said, yes, I can do that. I don't have co-op. And so in our texting thread, it said, I will put that on my calendar. I did not put it on my calendar and the day before that Bethany called and said, "Hey, can you can you keep the kids for a while on Thursday morning?" And I said, "Sure." So then of course I've got all the kids here, and Thursday at noon I get a text from Rachel saying, Aww. "Can you still come for lunch?" And I just sat there with my phone in my hand staring at this text going, what have I done? Uh, what have I done to this young mom who, who probably tidied her house and made me lunch? And I'm not there. Aww. So I, I looked at the thread and I, I'd, I'd said, I will write it on my calendar. And I turn on and look at my calendar and it's not there. So, you know, you can have a great planner, but if you don't use it, you're in trouble. So well, I'm be sure. Sure your sweet friend forgave you. Yeah. Hopefully... So I am going to go to her house for lunch and I'm going to bring lunch. Ah, oh, that's sweet. That is I will do that in the next couple of weeks. But anyway, so needing, needing planners, we all need planners and we need to use them. Before we got talking, you had, um, before we got recording here, you made three really great points. I think it was three really great points about calendar or planners and calendars. Should we start with that? The tools we need? Yeah. Well, however you expressed uh-huh. it, you're.
1: Yeah, I, I have lots of notes here in my planner, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, the first thing you I want to say, just to kind of set the the context for why why we have planners and why is this important, is is the idea of let's think of being fruitful, not necessarily productivity. Um, productivity tends to sound like a calendar and it brings to mind, I mean, not calendar, it sounds like a factory. And it brings to mind images of, you know, time management and motion study and, And if you ever read *Cheaper by the Dozen*, (laughs) everything has to be measured and managed. Um, And if you're a mom with little kids in your home or big kids in your home, you know that people are not products, and your home is not a factory. And it's got to be a different kind of metaphor, I think. So I like fruitfulness. I like like that too. We are called to to steward this little plot of land or these people that that God has blessed us with. But um, it's about just being fruitful right where we are. And it's it's about, you know, taking our own little plot, our own little territory and and making that be be what God is is calling us to be. So, um <clears throat> to me that helps it makes it a little smaller, a little less daunting, but at the same time, um fruitfulness doesn't happen by accident either. And you know, you told your planner story and my planner story is um across the street at mom and dad's house. in on one of the shelves is a ledger, this huge, huge ginormous leather bound ledger that belonged to my great, probably great, great grandfather in the late 1800s, early 1900s. He was a farmer in South Louisiana. And in this ledger, he kept track of the seeds that he bought and how much he paid for them and how much land he planted that season and what kind of production it yielded and what his plans were for the next year and like like one of the interesting things in there is he tried planting quinoa. I had no idea people even knew what quinoa was in 1900, but apparently he did yeah
2: I didn't know that that was around here.
1: yeah, I don't think it worked very well for him, but um not as probably not as well as the rice but 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 the fact that it's written in there allows you to know that right yeah, right? And, and it's a reminder that. You you need to plan for things. You need to yeah. put things in writing and, and have a place to record and assess and and look at it later. So um whatever that looks like for you, I mean, if you if you're thinking this podcast is gonna tell you this is the kind of planner you need, no, because um, I like to say my description is not your prescription, right? It's what is going to work right. for you and what you will find useful. So um for example, I I do not like planners with dates in them. They they give me the heebie jeebies and make me twitch and make me feel like I've wrecked the whole thing if I miss a couple of days because I wasted those pages. <laughs> those oh dates. interesting. I didn't write in them. So um, I don't like a dated planner. I like to put my own dates on the top of the page, but that means that's more for me to write, right? If if you yeah. open it and have it all printed there in front of you, find a planner that that somebody has already set up for you um and and i think it has to be something that you will enjoy using and enjoy writing in or you won't use it so yeah if, if that means make it a color that works for you or it use pins that you love um i mean i'm not super creative or artistic so my the limit of my artistic ability in my planner is i put stickers on the front because I love my stickers, and I love how yeah. they kind of represent. That's just this particular season in my life. Um, my planners last me about nine months. I use a a dotted a dot grid bullet journal. um And so does uh, it have um a spiral bound so that no. it stays open? It, it stays open. it It does it stays stay open. open. It's, not, it's not spiral. I can put yeah. um I can put a link and to the Amazon on our Facebook group page. Yeah. and see which one I use. but It's just kind of fun because this particular uh, these particular stickers reference um, trips I made to Houston. They have a cute little golden retriever puppy sticker on the front because we got our dog this year and happy. And I write in different colored pens and that's it. I don't draw pictures. I don't I don't, you know, doodle gorgeous little layouts on each page. And
2: yeah. And it's just so very- so if you have to write the dates in yours, how far out do you do that? Cause I use one of the ones that has so it has 12 tabs in it for each of the months and I can open it up and and in a pinch I can see the entire month. And then behind that I do use the kind that have the dates. So right. there's a two-page spread for each week. Right. Yeah. So I have the I have 18 month one. So I have the 18 months um of the year at the, well, there is a page with the year at the glance, but there's also the month at glance and then every week. So if you don't have it dated, how far out do you do the dates?
1: Okay. That's a good question. So that kind of brings me to the tools that we need to plan and what that might look like. So I believe everybody needs a calendar, no matter who you are, where you are, what you're doing, even your kids need to learn that they have to have a calendar. We have to work within the... So local.
2: do you have a calendar in your kitchen or somewhere where Steve can see it, you can see it? No, do you have that?
1: No, we don't. Um, we, we both use calendars on our phones. Okay. We don't even share our calendars, but but we do, you know, we do check in with each other, especially yeah. like on a Sunday night before the week. What have you got going on this week? What's coming up? Right. And so <clears throat> we will put things on each other's calendars. Um, okay. Like, you know, if I know he's got a meeting on this night, then I know... I'll, I might put that on my calendar so I don't schedule anything yeah. for the two of us. But we all need a calendar. So whether that's on your phone or maybe you have a big one in your kitchen that you write on on your wall.
2: Yeah, that's what I have. And then I have one that sits on my desk that's open, and I try to make them match. Right. You know, they have to match. I have to have all the same stuff on them. But but the one on my desk also has what I'm doing for work. It has my. It has everything. Right. Everything know that I need what doing. to yeah, we
1: have to know where yeah. we're supposed to be. And and so for me, I, I like the one on my phone and my laptop that talk to each other. So I can I can plan things for like, what's my apprenticeship going to be? My apprenticeship retreat for 2024. I cannot believe I already oh I yeah. think my calendar for 2024.
2: Yeah. So, so you were answering the question, how do you put the dates in? And then we got distracted. So, right. yeah. so
1: we, we need a place to put things that we have to do. You know, when is that doctor's appointment? When is that lunch with a friend? Right. That goes on our calendar. But we also need a to-do list, and we need a place to manage our tasks. You might call it a task yeah. list. Um and our to-do list should be something that that helps us today, but it should also have the capability to help us plan for the future. And so my um I have a future project page or section in my my planner mm-hmm. where I write down things that are coming up or notes that I want to write to myself that um you know i'm teaching this webinar in three months but i want to start working on it now so i'll have a place to collect my notes for that Um, yeah so you know managing our day-to-day stuff is if it's a habit and you don't need to write it down great if you know you're going to do that thing great but if it's not a habit or something that you know you need to see it in person in pencil in front of you in black and white write it down so yeah. that's where we manage the task. And that's that's kind of talk to our calendar as well, because, um, you know, we have to, again, work within our limits. If, if this is a day when I've got to go to the grocery store and the doctor's office, I'm not going to have time to spend, you know, eight hours doing laundry or something because I won't be home. So maybe Baby. I group, you know, group my
2: tasks so that I'm going into town. And do, you, do you find, this is a bit of an aside, but do you find the older you get, the more margin you need in your life? Like the fewer many things I can do in a day. Like I used to be able to keep all the balls up, uh-huh. and now, now I'm like, oh, I can't do I can't do that many things within a twelve hour period. Like I need a little more margin.
1: <laughs> i, I, I
2: day day. days or seasons I don't know. I have days where it's but, like I'm going to get all the things done, and I get them all done. Yeah, like week, I can I'm get on a roll, but like if I also have to commit to having the grandchildren and I have a dentist appointment later in the day or whatever it is. It's like, you know, I need more margin. I, I, I need a recovery day sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I like do yeah. all the things <laughs> on the day, I might breathe. <laughs> Maybe it's just that there never used to be any time for margin. I remember those years. There yeah. was just no margin. You'd fall into bed at night and go, what was that day? <laughs> I know. We, we had
1: years where people would talk about binge watching TV series. I was like, what is that? has <laughs> have to watch TV, and what is the, what is that TV series? So you know, now we're catching up on it later. Yeah. So the third tool I think we need, in addition to a calendar and a, a to do list, is we need a place to collect and maybe sort, organize, however you want to put it. Um, collect information because yeah. we, live in a, we live in a world where information is just coming at us all the time, and sometimes it helps to have a place to manage that. So. If, if you are a techie person and you like Evernote and, you know, it's a place on your, it's an app that you can save all kinds of things from the internet. And maybe you're a person who works a lot with words and writing and writing papers and articles and books and, you know, um, Evernote would work for you. When we were building our house, I used Pinterest as a place to gather ideas because it's very visual. And so if I wanted a picture of, you know, 10 different kinds of kitchen lights, I could gather them in one place and look at them. So that was my place to, to gather information. Um, I love to cook. I use paprika as a recipe app and that's where I gather all the new recipes I want to cook. And I can use that for planning purposes, things. So, um, but where are you going to keep those lists? You know, the things that you want to get out of your head, because we don't need all that stuff just floating around in our heads. So books you want to read curriculum, you want to review for your kids. Um, ideas for for family vacations travel notes where are you going to keep all that so that you can have a place to go to and and look for it and make it useful for you like a holiday planner or a Christmas planner yeah I would encourage you know the, the moms out there to think about what kind of information do you need to manage and collect and where are you going to put that
2: yeah that's true. Yeah, on my desk I have I have my podcast, this Dwell podcast notebook. And uh-huh. then you know, I have um the um Dwell um online conference notebook and then I have a notebook. Well, I have this one I, I don't know how to organize this. I have this notebook that says important on it. <laughs> <laughs> and if we ever got robbed and they they stole my important notebook, they would have all of my passwords, they would have all of my account numbers. I'm putting this right out here for all the people to listen to, but um, like everything is in there and it's partly so that like perish the thought I should like die. Andrew would have nowhere to find all the information. So there's this notebook that says important and hopefully you'll find it. But like, like there, su- we're in such a digital age right. that it's overwhelming the number of like passwords you need and scheduling issues. So it really helps for me. Maybe it's because I'm, I'm older, but to have it written down on paper, but then you're right. You have to have a place to to keep all this, to keep it organized. So that's like what all the, what all the notebooks and planners and places to put information, as you said, collect information.
1: Right. And I think it's not a matter of Oh, you know, this is just not me or my style or my personality. So I don't do this. I think it's one of the life skills we all need to find a way to incorporate into who we are. Um, because if we're homeschooling, we need to pass this along to our kids. They need yeah. to learn how to manage their time as well. And they need to learn where, you know, we have to know what it is we have to do, and we have to know when we have to do those things. And so when you start talking about managing upper level coursework in high school and college, yes. and you have a, you know, a, um, a research paper that's going to take several weeks to do, you, you need to keep track of those due dates and you need to keep track of what is it I'm supposed to bring to school tomorrow? Or if your kids are in a co-op class, for example, and and this is a great way to start learning accountability and time management, they, they can keep a calendar. Yeah. They can have their, their own claim. The law, their own yeah. claimer and their own calendar. And and um, they can keep track of, okay, what is it I'm going to work on today? And-,
2: and I think that is one of the things with homeschool moms that often uh, we micromanage for children, you know, their schedules, because they're with us. All the time, they're not at school trying to get from class A to class B. And what book do they need to get out of their locker? That that they they would be doing that on their own. But when you know when they're homeschooling or they, and they're going to co-op, then moms are more likely to say, "Do you have this? Do you have that?" You know, when mm-hmm. they have to learn. Like we're going to be doing some um, uh, episodes on getting your kid ready for college. Well, you know, they're when they're at college, they're going to have to manage their time. So start now
1: yeah. as you can. So so as a homeschool mom, one one way to think about helping your child build those muscles a little bit is maybe you don't plan out every single day-by-day day chunk of work for them. Maybe yeah. you tell them, okay, by the end of this week, I would like you to finish this chapter in your math book. How can we plan this out? Looking at what we have to do this week, what you what your schedule looks like, how can we plan out this unit over this week? And
2: that's really good high school time. How to break that out. And
1: um,
2: and then not
1: depend on you to plan it for them. Chunk by chunk.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Teaching, teaching, planning and teaching habits.
1: Planning and time management.
2: But it's also,
1: I think you brought up a good point, Karen, about margin that we have limits. You know, God has not given us limitless amount of time and energy and resources. So to realize that yeah. we we need to use them well and steward them well, they're a gift to us. And what we do with it is our gift back to the Lord. So how can we, you know, use this in a way that expresses gratitude for what God's given us, but not... um not God is not a harsh taskmaster who said, you have these 24 hours now. Fill them up and do something. <laughs> you know? There, there right. is are hard to sit and breathe and contemplate and rejoice in what he's given us and to enjoy the world he's given us. And, um, and if you have to make time.
2: Right. For a- so we don't want to fill it. Yeah. And it's good to schedule, you know, write down when am I going to go for walks this week? Right. You know, or when. When can I have tea? Like when can I plan somebody to come over for tea or whatever, or mm-hmm. plan downtime for myself? If I have to read this many pages and this many books for a book club or whatever, when am I going to read that? Right. You can't assume you're going to find time for it. You really have to plan it.
1: Exactly. exactly. And, and that, that goes for, you know, relationships. Like you said, I want to have tea with this person. I want to schedule lunch with this person and it's not going to happen on you know by itself so we have to actually intentionally make a time to do that so
2: yeah
1: yeah that's how things get that's how they happen um but we talked about assessing earlier too and i think planners are great helps for that like yes is, um, is, is what i'm doing working is there something i need to to work on or to change is there some small thing i could do and that's where it's wonderful to talk to our husbands about you know how do you think our family's going? And is there something we would like to change? Is there something we need to work yeah. on? Um,
2: that reminds me of one aspect of planning when we had teenagers at home and they hated this so much, but we did it. We didn't do it as regular as we should have or could have if I was to do it all over, but we had a family meetings. Uh-huh. And so there was a time even, and they make fun of this. Andrew, Andrew would have like, he would run it like a, like a business meeting. Like he would say, who wants to make a motion that we do this and somebody would second it and then you know all in favor. So like, but it was, a, it was a chance for everybody to be together and think, so it, it, it could be as much as who is going to need a car this week. What time do you have to be to work? Like we've got two cars and all these drivers. So there was a time when we had to plan that, but you know, it could also be a time for me to say, Hey, so towels are being left on the bathroom floor you guys you know like let's stop that like who wants to make a motion that we pick up our towels so so, you know but i mean it's it's like when you have a lot of schedules and you have a lot of people and you have the potential for chaos you have to plan and you have to talk out
1: well i remember when the kids were little and i would think you know okay When you have one child and one child leaves their sneakers on the floor. Oh, that's cute. You know, that's a little tiny pair of sneakers and it's one little tiny child. But you think you multiply that times five or six more
2: and big people and big sneakers and all over. It's like, we can't do this. This cannot happen. Yes. (laughs) Yes, and then they they get annoyed. Like somebody left their clothes in the washer and didn't put them in the dryer, and they're waiting to use it, but they don't know whose it is. And can all the items in the washer even go in the dryer? Does somebody have to hand you know hang this to dry? And so all of those things can get annoying. So mm-hmm. you need a you need a forum to be able to hash those things out together. And they didn't always like those meetings. It's like eight o'clock on a Sunday night. I don't have time to come to a family meeting. Well, you have to like 10 minutes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, now you laugh about it. So I think
2: that was, I know I laugh about it. We weren't laughing at the time.
1: (laughs) Family culture things that you did, Um, but it's January and we all, you know, it's the time of year when we think about fresh starts and new beginnings. Yeah. Fresh starts want to encourage everyone who's listening that if there's some way that um, you can use your planner to perhaps cultivate a habit that um, maybe you haven't done before, like starting every day with being thankful and grateful and and down. And, And if there's something that's nagging at you or worrying you, write that down too. I have two columns in my planner, one for things I'm grateful for and one for things I'm praying for. And it's wonderful to go back and look over the past several days and and to move things from the praying column to the grateful column and to see how God has worked in that area. Yeah. Uh, And also just to remind myself that, you know, prayer reminds us we are needy people and we serve a great God who loves to meet those needs. It's not always about the answers that he gives us, but it's about us being consistently before him. And so. Are you homeschool moms who think, you know, it's January, it's... it's- <laughs> you
2: can do this. I was want to encourage you. Yes. Well, January, you know, approaching February can be a little bit of the doldrums,
0: can. you know,
2: it's a, it can be dreary outside or cold and you, you still have a long way to go till spring it feels. And there's so much to be accomplished and you don't always have the, um, to do it. And, you know, seeing it all written out there a week at a time can, can help get, get things going in mm-hmm. you know, your, you, to help motivate, to help you look forward to things and to just see, see that what you've accomplished, you yeah. know, like you look like sometimes on my list of things to do, I'll write it down, even though I already did it so that I can tick it off. Right. It's like, I already paid the bills this morning, but I didn't write it down. I'll write it down now and I can see my check mark because it's motivating. It is. It so, is. Yeah, absolutely. So I ho- yeah, I hope that this has been helpful yeah let's
1: let us know what your planner solutions are on our facebook group and uh write a note and say something encouraging to your other yeah. mom friends about uh, maybe something that's worked for you so we we love to hear from you
2: yeah well thanks for being with me today renee Thank and um hope you have a productive and well-planned rest of the week <laughs> a fruitful a fruitful rest of the <laughs> and week. fruitful yes so here's to home y'all take care bye